I'm recording. Ready? Three, two, one. Come on! I've got nothing. I, I, surpri- I surprised myself. Hello, hello, boys and girls. No. Welcome to the comedy They're podcast. That's also boys and economic. Girls. Fuck this. No. Boys and girls. Not ladies boys and, and girls. Fat ladies and jelly spoons. Hello, smirty and spurties. Welcome to Cheap Show. Ladles and soup spoons. <laughs> you look so depressed when you said ladles and soup spoons for no real reason. It's anyway, depressing. Oh, yeah. mm. how do you feel after your big adventure? There's some great feedback last week, Eli, from uh, you skating. Well, I'm just, I'm upset that I had to fall over that one time because it is only, it's one, that's the second time I've fallen over and I've been out skating since I bought those dozens of times. Dozens, and you were just showing off for the camera. It was because I was on a hill. Yeah, it was on a hill. Yeah, and you're fat and overweight with rubbish centre of balance. So, with all that being said, no, I'm not going to have that. I'm not taking that from you. You'll take it. You'll take it like you take it every fucking week. You'll take it from me every (laughs) week until I'm done with you. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll cast you aside like a spent Johnny. Fucking hell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast. And here is the theme tune. Cunt. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles. It's just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Hello, just, Eli. I'll just say to you right now, I do not have a low, a shit centre of gravity. If there's one thing I've got that's good, it's my centre of gravity due to my very short legs. And <laughs> it means, and it means, it means that trousers, yeah. it means two things, my short legs. Yeah? Yeah. It means um, three things. It means three things. Yeah. First thing. First thing it means, yeah? Yeah. Good centre of gravity. No argument. Established. Established. I'm like a roly-poly, one of those things that can't teeter-totter. Oh, like those Fisher-Price yes. toys, the Weeble Wobbles or the whatever The Weeble Wobbler. Called. Yeah, I'm like one of those. Weeble Wobble. You can't yeah. knock me down. I might teeter and totter, but I won't topple over. <laughs> right. You mostly totter. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, the second thing it means, difficult yeah. to buy trousers. Very difficult to buy trousers. Why? Because they, they don't make trousers that are as short as my legs. Just go to Gap Kids or something, then. No, but then they won't. I'll be too fat for those trousers. Go to the Hall of Mirrors Fashion House. Strange size and cuts. <laughs> nice. Based on your weird egg-shaped head and face body combo. Egg and face head body combo. Right, that's I a sentence. I don't know, mate. I was... The third thing it means, though, Paul, the third thing having mm-hmm. short, short, powerful legs with the muscles all bunched up. Yeah, it means when I'm doing the job, yeah, when I'm on the yeah. job, so to speak, yeah, when the knobbing is happening, then I get, I got a lot of purchase and a lot of thrust power. Like, <laughs> little, little, 
dynamite rods, little dynamite rods, pistons. Yeah. Poor pumpy, so, pumpy. Pump, and I won't so, fall over when I'm doing it. I could do a run-up. How about this? You get into bed with a lady, and it's about to happen. And you know what you should have in your bed? Those um, stocks that athletes use at the beginning of races, you know, that they put their feet into. Mm, I do. Put that in the bed. It's funny you should say that I do have those. It's not that funny, <laughs> but it's, I know what you mean. I do have those. Do you? And I've got a start, and I've got a starter's gun, and I've and I've got um, some shorts. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> okay. Also, also in my bed, Paul... I've got empty curry uh, containers and some um, ooh, some tamarind sweets from Mexico. Right, well, Eli, you did say that you had um, sauces for us today. Oh, by the way, mm. if you've never heard the podcast before, it's me and Eli. We're going for the bargain bins to charity shops Great Britain and picking out the treasure amongst the trash, blah, 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 blah. It's mostly cum gags. Right, so with that being said, I'm going to give you a timer of five minutes. Yeah. And you have five minutes to talk about sauces starting... No. Now. I'll tell you one thing now. Yeah. I don't accept this. The source report is not constrained, yeah, for one thing. Yes, it by is. By your timers. It is. No, and it's it not. will be it's from this point on. It will never be constrained. The source report Mate, just is keep eating into your five minutes with this pathetic, impotent well, rant. I'll, well, I'll tell you another thing. After I've established that, that it's not constrained, this is not the five minutes for the source report. You're the right. It's four minutes, thirty. No, but it's not, though. It is. It's not, though, because Tickety you know talk. what, Paul? Just keep eating into it. You know what, it. Paul? No, Paul, I will not. I'll eat into it as much as I like, because it's not real. It's <laughs> not a real not constraint. Real. The source report is not constrained by temporal boundaries. Well, then the source report isn't itself not real, so therefore it doesn't have to exist. Therefore, it won't. And do you know what, I'm Paul? giving you four minutes of reality to do it in. Do you know what, Paul? What? Your fucking wish came true. Because oh. do you know what, Paul? Wow. Your fucking your fucking dream came true. Do you know what, Paul? Go your on. your hope, your hoped for dream has come true. Do you know what, Paul? Do you know what? Three minutes forty-five, mate. There is no source report. What do you mean there there's is no none. source report? There's no source. Wait, dear I've got listener, no source. dear listener, let me read back the text I was sent. I I sent to Eli earlier today. So, hey Eli, are you round about seven to record Cheap Show? We're getting some PO box dropped off this afternoon, so hopefully there's an episode in there. That's what we're doing this week. And then Eli mm-hmm. writes, "All right, cheer up. Might never happen. I've got the answer. Colon source report." Source report, source, source report, report, source report. It's your words. The words of and then Eli what did you say? J. Silverman. I didn't get a confirmation text, so the source report was put on the back burner. No, no. You said you had it covered. I, I, that implied right. to me you had source backed up. And unfortunately... Right, how long? I've, no. I, I can produce source. No, how long is left? You've got 250. Right, what have we got in here? This is pathetic. There's no sources this on it. This is truly pathetic. Um, How the mighty have fallen look, off their roller skates like a dumb... This, fuck you. This is interesting. McDonald's... What's not? McDonald's balsamic. Well, McDonald's do balsamic sauce. Yeah, it's balsamic dressing. McDonald's one. Is it for a salad? Yeah, but I've got I've got a cracker. Right. I don't want a cracker, I want sauce. What do you think the sauce? consistency will be this, like, on this? Well, like balsamic, runny. Right, so I'll try not to get it everywhere then. Why are you opening it? You don't yeah, have any. It's a source report. To... Are you forced me to do a fucking source report? Two minutes, mate. Fucking.
What's the niff on this like? Oh, he's giving it a niff. <laughs> Not good. Oh, he's dribbling it on a cracker. This <laughs> crap. Oh, it's it's a little bit more viscous than I was expecting. It's very viscous. Oh, it don't look good. It's probably because it's mostly sugar. <sighs> <laughs> it doesn't look good. And that face ain't good. Oh, when did it go out of date? When did it go out of date? Only a couple of months ago. Oh, that's all right. Well, that, that means it's probably just congealed into spores and fungus. You don't even know what, what, you, what, what that means, do you? It doesn't matter, because I'm not the one about to eat old dressing on a cracker. So you do what you want. Look, stop being so bossy. One turn. Fuck that. Fuck you. No, eat your dirty cracker, you filthy pig. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Oh, you got a face like a man who's bitten into a pickle with a rat in. That's okay. It's quite a nice sauce. Why, if it's quite nice sauce, then why does your face look appalled? It was fine. It's very nice, actually. Was the cracker the one that was off? Was it a musty cracker? No, no, the cracker's good. Jacobs, who make your beloved cheddars. Oh, yeah, we got yeah. those mini cheddars still after. We have to f- f- pull them out at some point. You know what, Paul? We have to put the cheddars into the League of Snacks and Chris. We do. Otherwise, the whole... This whole the whole firmament will call, come crashing down. Uh-huh. The source report and the League of Snacks and Crisps are solid foundational blocks. No, they're more like the outhouse to the main building. It's where you what, go where to shit. People sh- go for shit. Yeah, it's where you go for a <laughs> shit during the podcast, physically and metaphorically. Actually, that isn't as bad as I I first thought. It's quite viscous. Oh, doesn't matter. Shut up now. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the source report. Thank you very much, Mr. Silverman. It was interminable, as per usual. Could I just say one last thing? What, forever? Please do. Source, report. Yeah. Source, source, report, report, source, report. Eli, not once yeah. in this segment <laughs> did you do a doot do doot doot do and I think the fans will been let down by that. Well, that's because I didn't know I was fucking doing it. You, it's your fault, all of this shit. I'm not, I'm, a, I'm slightly overweight. But apart from that, I've got a great sense of balance. Good, put that on your fucking Tinder profile. (laughs) (laughs) See the ladies roll in. You just got nothing to do this week on this podcast. So you thought, oh, I'll fucking mock Eli. Everyone loves that. Look at him, the pathetic little roly-poly cunt with a small (laughs) penis. Oh, dear. I touched a nerve there. Oh, give it... The source report, perfectly good source report. Just to let everyone know, it's quite viscous, but tasted quite nice. Very sweet. Too sweet. Do, 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 do. Don't get too far away from your mic. It never picks you up and I have to adjust the volume. I can see the fucking volume mm-hmm. here. Look at these chopsticks. <laughs> stop, right, you've set stop me distracting up. me with detritus from your trips to certain restaurants around the West End. <laughs> uh. What's coming up on the show then, Paul? Right, well, coming up on the show this week, yes, we were given a big P.O. box delivery. Some things were massive. Some things we can't really do until me and you are in the same room. Some are vinyl. Some, So we need to review those and put them through the process, the vigorous process that uh, all items have to go through when it comes to cheap show appearances. So we'll be doing that. But we have got two little packages that I've pulled aside and we'll be going through those over the course of this episode. And I'll tell you, you'll want to stick around for the end because I've got a humdinger of a finale for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Can we do an episode where I taser your bellend? Just to just to, um, just to, to get get back at you. <laughs> All right. Yeah? Only, 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 right? Yeah. Only if I can put two fingers up your bum hole. Whilst I'm doing it? Just... Leave them there for about 10, 15 minutes. Just let them rest. Well, and then I get to taser your bell in. Yeah. How high voltage? 
not enough to kill me, but just enough to maybe prevent me from having children ever again. That does that does that what happens? It kills the sperm. Well, I don't know about that. I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but I can't imagine having massive amounts of electricity pass through your genitals. One of the most delicate areas of the human body is going to be pleasurable. The reason I mention uh, tasering the bell end, Paul, is because a friend of mine sent me. Uh... He actually discovered a real news story. <laughs> Someone who had mental health problems got, was naked and he got tasered in the bell end and he said <laughs> it opened up his fifth chakra or something. His fifth chakra? Mm. So what? So on the basis of that story, you want to open my fifth chakra on Cheap yeah. Show? Yeah, well, it'd be good because what then is, you could... T- what are the four chakras? you got the groin, belly button, uh, heart. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then... Uh, the brain. No, that it's like the the eye, the pineal gland or whatever, right. the third eye. And then the fifth is like outside the body. That's your spiritual fifth chakra. That's your transcendent fifth chakra. Only access through extreme knob pain. <laughs> right, well, Fanny- upon reflection, Eli, I'm going <laughs> to withdraw my penis from your very kind suggestion. Like you always do. Like you always do, just before you spunk on some poor unfortunate person's back. No, they're not unfortunate. They've paid a little bit of money for that, Joy. <laughs> they don't pay you. They do. They say, dollar, 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 come on, and they throw money at me. And I just sit there in a in a big leather... I'm not doing this segment. We're moving on. Who are I'm, they? I'm who are t- they? No who more are your questions, punters? Your Honor. No who, more questions. Who are, your, who are your punters? I bet they're, they're old ladies. Old ladies called Judith. No. And they're all like... We're the Judiths. Ooh, we're the Judiths. We're in a room and we exist only to pay Paul to spunk on our bellies. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of material, I'm calling it. <laughs> we're out of material. No, the Judiths. All the Judiths. Free the Judiths. <laughs> no, there are no Judiths. There are no 50-year-old Judiths that I chug. They're, not, they're older than that. 50 years, that's what they tell you, Paul, because they're very vain. I literally... Oh, we're the Judiths. We're 50, they're 80 if they're a day, and they pay you tuppence for Cummings. We're out of material this week, so <laughs> let's play a little sound effect and then come back and yeah, see what we've got sound- on Cheap Show, The Economy, com- the Comedy com- pop- pop- Compost. <laughs> the Comedy Compost. compost. <laughs> back from the sound effects. All right, Paul. Back from the sound effects. Come on, hit me. Hit me with some juicy Ooh. content burger. Ooh, where's the cheese? Ooh, Ooh has it got pickle? Ooh. Has it got pickle? Ooh. Pickle this. Can I just say now, copy Eli into the pickle stuff. I, and Cheap Show as a podcast on Twitter, is not interested in pickle news. That's no- I'm just going to put that out there. Mm. I need to clear the channels and I need to direct all pickle news directly to Eli. Fine, I'll take the pickle news. Pickles are, are too too much of a rarefied and brilliant thing for you to be interested in. It's not it's not that. It's just I'm just it's just oh, you know what, mate? I just want something else. What about a gherkin? That is a what pickle. What about something else? That is a pickle. Of course that's yeah, a but pickle. But I don't get to say gherkin a lot. It's nice. It's better than saying pickle. What about this? What about gherkin? What about if I took all of my junk Cleaned it, shaved it nice off. Yeah. Cleaned it nice offly, shaved it off nice. You got a nice sheen on it. Shaved it nice and clean and offly. And yeah, <laughs> polished it. Polished it, cleaned it, shaved it. it. Yeah. Charlotte, spit and polish. Spat on it, shaved it, cleaned it, polished it. Yeah. Yeah. Joshed it. Joshed it. Joshed it, spoffed it, cleaned it, <laughs> rinsed it. And then I dunk it in a big vat of vinegar. <laughs> yeah. Pickled knob. And then what? Then it, I could see what. How it operated. You got nothing. <laughs> Pickled knob is as far as your idea went. I thought you were going to say, oh, I'm going to 
plop it into a big mould and let it cast around the mould. Why? And then I could fill it with pickle juice and turn it into Eli's mini pickle pickle bites. Ah, like a pickle pop in the shape of my knob? Yeah. Right, what's... Eli's pickle pop. What's the fucking first item today? Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you not happy with this comedic idea now? The idea that everyone could be eating your tiny knob end? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, for the love of science... And the exploration mm. and knowledge, the love of pure knowledge, Paul. I was willing to clean my knob, polish my knob, spoff my knob, and then dunk my knob and junk, and associated junk packet into <laughs> some thick malty vinegar. And then right. take it out and put it in next to some chips. And what? Ne- Piece of art? Is it art? Yeah, well, that's up for you to decide. Beauty's in the eye of beholder. <laughs> Oh, it'd be a Turner Prize Award winner. And it would be called Eli's Pickle and Chips. Ha! <laughs> Eat your heart out, Damien Hurst. You have a shark in formaldehyde, I have my knob in vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With some chips. I like that. With some chips or something. Yeah. Oh, it's very evocative. What have you got then? In the box or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I tell you what. So, as I said earlier, we had another P.O. box delivery. Lots of good stuff that we'll get through over the course of the next few weeks. A um, couple of things stood out. One was a little package that had a few other things, but I want to point out, there was no... Was there a name? No, there was no name attached to this. I kind of think the person's been in touch with me on Twitter already about telling me this is incoming, but there's no letter in the package or on the back, so I don't know who sent it. There were one or two items in it, which I thought, fair enough, not too bad. For instance, uh, Eli, you'll like this, showing it to him on Zoom. It's a little army man in a plastic bag that just says toys. Oh, it's one of those. you can see... It's one of those, yeah. Oh, do you know what I found, Paul? Well, uh, my flatmate, there was. Um, did you know that they did the Beano Happy Meal toys, and they did two. I didn't. Two of the Bass Street kids, and he's got one of them, and it's that Bass Street kid who had his, who looked like a a pulled back foreskin head. Plug. Yeah. Was he called Plug? Oh no, Smithy. Smithy. Yeah. The one who looked like a a a a a, a snipped cock. Like Kilroy was here, sort of thing. Yeah. What was that called? And then Chad. It wasn't called Chad. It was called Chad. In the Beano? No, I mean, that nose-over-the-wall character was called a Chad. I thought he was called um, Kilroy. No. Kilroy, Kilroy was here. You always did the nose coming over. Don't care. He's got, Listen, he's got one of those, and you, there's a, it's a Happy Meal one, but it's a very good build quality, and you pull a little lever at the head, and his head spins around. Oh, okay. That's a bit of fun, isn't it? It's a load of fun. All right, so I've got the toy out the bag, and as you can see, Eli, it's sodding awful quality. Well, it does. It seems to have different plastics. No, it's it's just very cheap, very loosely held together plastic. What's the articulation? See if you can bend it. Just the arms and the legs stick out like the old, uh, like the original Star Wars toys. What do you think this is based off? Do you think they got a mold off somewhere else? Well, from what I understand from like Stuart's videos and things like Toy Galaxy, they tend to be the copies of molds from another toy line yeah and they're using these molds for cheese but god knows what it could be it could be it literally could be anything it's like a SWAT team army thing yeah but the gun that comes with it is the exact same size as the man well and there's no place for him to hold it you need a big gun don't you you do but there's also the toy the hands don't fit the gun well you just glue it on you give it a bit of a melt and glue it on or and then he's a terminator oh there you go he's holding it now i i, I will return to the tum to tum Ta-ta-tum-ta-tum. Come along with me if you don't want to die. Ta-ta-tum-ta-tum. He doesn't look like Terminator there, does he? No, he just looks like a shit army man. So there's that. That was in the package and I thought, fair enough. A little bit of tat. I thought it might have been a price of shite thing, but no. 
But speaking of the Terminator, the next thing was, I don't know if it's, it's just, they sent a cassette of the Last Action Hero soundtrack. Oh, now, Paul, this is yeah. a little project. I'm, I want to get hold of a tape player. So if you see one in a charity shop... Yeah, we we should get hold of it. Then we could play those tapes, couldn't we? Easily. That's true. Because I do have a little and Walkman thing that has a cable into the laptop, so I can transfer cassettes. But the quality's not going to be great. It's not good. The story goes is that the soundtrack was far more successful than the film for Last Action Hero. What's on it? ACDC, Alice in Chains, Megadeth, Death Leopard, Aerosmith, Cypress Hill, Fishbone, and then the last track is Michael Kamen, who did the score with Buckethead. Ah, uh-huh. his little cassette. Interesting. It's, uh, what I miss from albums when you used to buy them, the fold out sleeve of all the information on notes, yeah. and pictures. It's got the last action hero golden ticket like the kid uses to jump into the movies. Uh, that's the um, that's the film that has the parody where he he's doing Hamlet as an action film, isn't it? Yeah. And when, he goes, to be or not to be? Not to be. <laughs> no. There's a lot I of good ideas bit. in that film. I love that bit. That bit for where he goes, to be or not to be? Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, then he goes, not to be. If this was any other circumstance than a podcast recording, I would be generally concerned by the actions going on on my webcam right now. But Eli, forget Mm. Last Action Hero soundtrack with a bunch of 80s rock bands on. The real prize in this pack is... Ooh, so what are you doing? Hello, sweetheart. Oh, I've got a trouser full of newspapers. Hello, sweetie. Hello. Hello, you sweetie. Some... I've got a trouser full of newspapers. Do you like jumbo prawns? I've got a big trouser full of those. <laughs> right, Eli has lost it this week. I'll carry on regardless. So, oh, come on. What else you got? In that package with the cassette and everything, all very well, all very well and good. But what I really fell in love with was, you remember I got this? The little action replay camera that you steer through and has a little Terminator 2 thing. Yeah, you got it working, didn't you? Cleaned up the contacts. Yeah, I yeah, got it all working. But I've only yeah. got the one film, which is Terminator 2. A little clip where he jumps from the bike into the helicopter and melts through it. Paul, I think I seem to remember they didn't do a great deal of films for that device. It was mostly short animation clips, Tom and Jerry, Inspector Gadget, things like that. However, that person who sent me those that cassette and the action toy also sent along... Two film reels for the action replay. Ooh, excellent. Mint on card. And they are mint on card. Indeed, they are. One is Stingray, which is an old uh, Jerry Anderson TV show about... Basically, it was basically Thunderbirds under the sea, wasn't it, really, ultimately? Paul, I think Stingray is that one that does have the theme tune that goes, Stingray, Stingray, Stingray. But it also has the end theme. Isn't that how Queef Huffers, that's how Queef Huffers theme goes, isn't it? No, Queef. it's... No. Huffer. No, Queef, it's Huffer. not. Queef. Queef. Huffer. The song at the end of the show was different. It was... Marina. Aquamarina. I remember... I've remembered how Queef Huffer's theme track actually goes. Go on. Theme song. It goes... Queef Huffer. Queef Huffer. Yeah. Who called... I bear the Queef Huffer crown today. My name's Pelton Wilbury. And Oh, God. I knew I shouldn't have let that character in. I saw it walking up to the door. I should have ignored it. But no, I encouraged Eli to engage in more 
debasement. Yes, yes, I'm Queef Huffer for this month, it seems, but I'm Pelton Wilbury. I'm just a, an accountant, and I have no idea what I'm meant to be doing. This belt of noxious gases is... It's its weighing me down. What did you call the Queef Huffer here for, Mr. Gannon? I didn't. You can go now. Thank you very much, though. I appreciate the effort. Please, fuck off. All right, no need to be very shirty. I'm Pelton Wilbury. I'll float away <laughs> you're, using this. You're like one of those bad <laughs> 80s impressionists who has to go, oh, I'm Frank Spencer, or what would Donald Duck say? I'm Pelton Wilbury anyway, and I'm going to float away. I'll use this. I've figured out how to use one of these specialised huffs on my bago, bago, belto huff, belto queef, sorry. <laughs> I'll activate it now. It's a flying huff. <laughs> Bye! I'm flying into the air with the powers of Queef. Pelton Wilbury, you'll be hearing from me again. No, we won't. Bye, never come back. I'm very high up here. Your appearance Ooh. is unnecessary. Now, there he goes. Wow, Queef Huffer gets... They get summoned so easily these days, don't they? When you just They do. Sign Anyone could be another Queef Huffer. Could be me next week. Oh, talking of Jerry Anderson, Paul, I do have um, several records. Barry Gray was the guy who did the music for all of those classic Anderson yeah. uh, shows. And I've got some um, little 33 RPM 7-inch discs, four of them, that have the music from... Stingray, UFO was the one he did that was live action. Yeah, that's right. Space 1999 he would have done as well, I yeah. think. UFO, the soundtrack, the theme for UFO is a corker. Either way, that's exciting. But I've got Stingray, right? So let's yeah, have so what a look. Is it? is it an actual... Is it a... Oh, let's have a look then. Well, as I say, it's just like the Terminator 2 one. It comes in a little plastic spool thing with a roll of film, like an 8-track, that the machine spins around and you look for a viewfinder. So I'm going to try out Stingray. I'm putting Stingray in. Look, here we go. I'm excited. I've not looked at the new one. Let me see how it loads. Hold it up and let me see how it loads. So it's a little circular little disc. Looks like a hockey puck. Goes into a square block and you just literally slit it, slop it in. Is there an opening on the on the thing? Yeah, a big wide one. It's like, can you like no, uploading but on the a cartridge, magazine? There's no opening. There's a bit where you... Oh. There's a bit where the film's exposed so you can see it for the viewfinder, but it's all that's sealed up. That's what I mean. Up. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm going to put it in. Here we go. And now I can review Stingray. Let's see what clip it is. Oh, hang on. I'm going to have to adjust the viewfinder. No, this is big fun watching me watch. Hang on, I've got to turn around into the light. Hang on. So it's Stingray on his little travelling little traveling chair thing that he walks, you know, he doesn't use, it's like a wheelchair that he uses. Let's have a look. Oh. Oh, it's, it's basically the opening title sequence. So it's yeah. flying through and it's entering the water and it's coming out of the water, the spaceship. And then the, the building's collapsing into the ground. Right. There's monsters. Yeah. And that's exciting. And it goes, Stingray! And the little man slides down the pipe into the Stingray, which is the submarine. And then it loops again. There you go. So it basically, it's the opening title sequence to Stingray on a, ru- on, a, on a cartridge. Can I see it, please? I don't know if it will work on this camcorder. Try it. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Oh yeah, Press baby. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can I? I'm just. Let me see if I can get it right because it's hard to do when I can't see the. No, I can't see anything it? now. Hang on. Press it. It's hard to get it right on the hole. Get it on the hole. That's not on the hole. Hang That's on. almost. There we, there we go. That's on the hole. Press it. Press the button. You can't see it. Oh, what a load of shit. Those things are shit. You're shit. I hate this. <laughs> Fuck this off. Is shit. <laughs> right. Anyway. Great idea for an episode, Paul. I watched Shut you up. play with your fucking toys. Well, you didn't have a source report, did you? 
At least well, I've got content, you rancid half-wit. Right, right I've got one more film reel. There'll be a new Queef Huffer before this episode is there out. Fucking you won't mark be. my words. The next one is something right up my street. It is called Great Goals Collection. And it's <laughs> Gary Lineker and Shearer. Larry Shearer. I don't know what his name is. What was his name? Alan Shearer? Alan, yeah. They're football players or soccer players in the US of A. So I, I presume this is going to be Lineker and Shearer kicking a ball about. Let's find out. Yeah, there's a football pitch. It's very grainy footage. It looks like, you know, you see those 1970s films about the British film industry. And it's all but it would grim be from the 80s because Lineker was playing in the late 80s, wasn't he? Well, this would have been an 80s toy, I think. Let's have a, what yeah. year is it say here? Oh, this is 1992. 92? Yeah. Wow. I guess that makes about much sense. But anyway, let's have a look at what's going on in the football land. Right, I'm looking. Right. Oh, he scores a goal. No, he doesn't. Someone scores a goal. It's a kicking of the ball. And he scores a goal. And he's kicking a ball across and he scores a goal. <laughs> and he kicks a ball to another man. And the man kicks it, and it's a bit bouncy, and he goes, and he kicks it in there, it's a goal. And he kicks it into the fence, and it's a free kick, and it's coming in from the sides, and it's a goal. And the man kicks it, and it's a goal. Yay, and now they're hugging and kissing, and one man comes on his chest. I was about to say, Paul, imagine there was a disgruntled person at the factory, and they managed to slip in some uh, donkey porn on that. <laughs> you don't know that's not one in existence. It says Lineker and Hashira, but when you get when you watch it, it's actually like Lanky Dick and Shover. <laughs> oh, awful, Paul. Lanky Dick and Shaver. Lan- yeah, Lanky Dick and Shagger. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Mate, this would be great, though. Um, little porn, little bits of porn that you just load in. Hmm. And you go, oh, oh. They should do it. And it's only a, th- they should do a, an- it's only a 30 second reel. That's more than enough time for me to get the beans out, isn't it? Well, they could use some of that Victorian porn that featured horses. Oh, yeah, like what the butler saw stuff. Did the butler see someone getting knobbing a horse the off? The butler saw everything, didn't he? No, but did he? Did he see some horse? Did he see Jenkins, some horse? Jenkins, where is your master? He's outside, sir. He's rogering the horses as we speak, sir. <laughs> you no, get him. Did inf- Jenkins, you get him here now. Okay. Can you stop having this scene with yourself, Why? please? Why? You do scenes all the time by yourself. Ah, I'm Wimbledon P. Fartitot, and I'm now <laughs> the fucking Queen Puffer or something. Oh, what wacky name will my fevered that's brain a, come up with next? That's a great name. Laren's, that's a great name. Laren's Handy Hope. <laughs> Oh, I love him. <laughs> when, who was that Quentin P. Half and fast? I don't know. Hot and tot or something. I don't know what I said. Paul, does is there one of those things in existence? What are they called? I don't know. You just film or... Action replay cartridges. But what's the thing called? The action replay? Is that what the device in is called? In the UK, it was called action replay. But in America, it was called... It's like sneak peeks or something. Okay. But the, fo- okay. the content was the same. It was either short animations like Tom and Jerry or whatever, or little film clips. I would like to see one of those which features all the best... Uh, some clip from the Victorian era yeah. where... A huge, huge horse gallops into a room and then plunges knob first <laughs> into the into the hairiest, hairiest, hugest, hairiest Victorian muff. <laughs> You're a horrible human being, Absolutely like a grotto. Terrible. I tell you, like what, a man. hairy grotto. The online on eBay. 
there was someone selling an action replay, but it was special because it was a Chippendales one. So the film cart uh. in it had a had a topless man with long blonde hair, probably rubbing his tits and grabbing his little loincloth. Oh, uh, there was a Chippendales one, yeah. was there? So they I did do, they did do adult ones. I guess they did adult ones. It might have well. been like yeah. a, you know a bit of merchandise for the tour where you can go home with a with a Chippendale in your in your hand and you can sit there and jill it all night long or jack it. Whatever you, you, whatever's your poison. Jill, Jill or Jack it? Jack and Jill in it, yeah. What's Jill in it? When a woman touches... We've been through this. It's when a lady touches herself to erotic completion. Is it? Yeah, Jill and Jack, because jacking it off. What about if... What if you um, Jake Gyllenhaal it? <laughs> well, then you'd be Jack Gyllen off in it, wouldn't you, or something? <laughs> Hello, I'm... I'm Jill Jackanoff. <laughs> I'm Jill jacking off. Cheap show basically every fucking week becomes the Eli random name generator podcast, doesn't it? That's what I was going to say, Paul. Now I've had a few phone calls, yeah. I've had, and I don't, I don't want to bring this up because I know you're sensitive about these things. Okay, mm. I've had a few phone calls. People beginning in touch, a few emails. Okay, so what it comes down to, your nonsense words and no, and mouth noise work. Hasn't been up to scratch. Uh, you, you're not getting enough syllables. The institution, this institutional body has been in touch with me. It's the Centre for Nonsense Word and Mouth Noise Excellence, and they've been in touch. Yeah. Okay? Sorry, I missed that. What was the name of this real company that you just said existed? It, I'll repeat it for you. Please Slowly, do. Paul, so you can... Please do. The Centre yeah. for Nonsense Words and Mouth Noise... Shit! What the ah. fuck? <laughs> you fucking cunt! Well, that's what you get, isn't it? But I guess you wouldn't have had that problem if you were better with your mouth noises, wouldn't you? I'll give you a mouth noise. I'll give you a I'll mouth give noise. You one. It'll be a fucking tongue-choked girth noise. <laughs> big chunky man throbbage. Oh, oh, he's gone to his standby knob. No, I tell you what, I'll do. I'll give you a big cuddle and say you're my bestest friend and we'll hold hands and we'll walk down the road and I'll buy you an ice cream and we'll go sit in the park and have tea. Oh, God. And then we'll Why? be bestest As- friends forever and we'll, we'll put a tent in your back garden and we'll be up all night telling ghost stories and uh, and then we'll live happily ever after as bestest friends. Is that better? Would you prefer that then? I'm working on a children's story. No, God, no. We're not. We're not. Going anywhere near that. So it's called la- Trod Wallop. <laughs> I know, we're moving on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of this first segment. Oh, fucking what a shit show. Did what you, a load of shit. Did you uh, prepare anything? Did you prepare anything my for this podcast? Re- my source report was 100 million times better than that. It was not. I just basically, I just watched you fucking watch some shit. I didn't see it. I've got nothing to say. Of course I've got nothing to say if I don't have any shit to see. <laughs> I'll get you for this, Gannon. I'll get you butler right. so to sum up no what there's nothing to sum up i got to sum up huge victorian to... gash horse knobs <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 that's right yes so yes we had a bunch of po box stuff and this little box coming up now well let me take you on a little emotional story just briefly so this box came in i'll tell you who by in a minute and when I was fingering through it, I thought, that's all right. Oh, that's all right. Oh, what's this? And I read the little note and I thought, are you fucking joking me? <laughs> and then I thought, well, this is going in the podcast, even though it could be potentially legally troubling for us to do so. Ooh, but, but It's an owl, isn't it? 
I'm guessing it's something. It's Noel's Merkin or something. I'm not it's saying real anything. Noel We're going to take the Eli is going to take the journey I took today. All right. It's okay? a proper Noel pubic wig. Right. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the box. Now it was sent by someone called Rick, and there's a little note, a little post-it note on the back of one of the things in this uh, that gives some of the game away. But it's packed full of stuff. I thought it was um, a price of shite box, but no, it's just a collection of stuff. Um, dear Paul and Eli, I was cleaning out my attic and found a few items I thought you would be interested in. Uh, he was right. I don't want to spill too much, but look out for the blue letter. Mm. I believe the letter was Isn't posted. that blue letter? Blue letter is um, slang for a Johnny. I've never fucking heard that in my life. Oh, oh, I got... Oh, I can't wait to knob you. I just got to get a blue letter. Is it a French letter? No, it's not a French letter, is it? Yes, it is. Yeah. No, a French letter. Isn't that a, based on a... Meta- it's a contraceptive. French letter. Already have just fucking erupted this interesting box. Sheep right. gut. French letter meaning... Johnny. A condom. Right, fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Thank you! During World War One and World War One One, Fucking spelling mistakes on this are awful. Condoms were packed in small paper envelopes and issued to English troops. A lot of the troops went to France and the French were sexually liberated compared to their English cousins, so the f- name French letter was coined. Mm, I never knew that. I didn't know that as well. Well, we've at least learnt something today. Anyway. I wish someone I wish someone from France would send me some condoms in an envelope. Why? You'd never use them. I would. You wouldn't. I'd put them on and I'd I put them on and I dance around by myself, spritz some little French perfume under my arms, just me waggling it around. Mate, seriously, sometimes dancing. I wonder if you need me for this fucking podcast. <laughs> or whether I should just leave a recorder in the room with you for 90 minutes and then come back and get it later. Send me a French letter and I'll wear it on my knob. I'll take a Dorset letter, which is like a French letter, but it's just a fucking... Oh, be witty, Paul. Fucking hell. <laughs> just be witty. It's a sheep. Just it's it's like a it's clever. like a French letter. Paul, how about this? It's I prefer a Dorset letter because it's like a French letter, except it's a sheep. No, right, fine. There's the old there's the old Belgian gag though, isn't there? I'll have what? a I'll have a Belgian letter, or oh, it's like a French letter but with more phlegm. Ah, uh, yeah, Flemish. Anyway, <sighs> I won't go into the rest of this little note until we get there. But that's where we started. He sent it on this. Uh, What's this called? Lenticular card for the old Channel 4 oh, that's show. that's nice. Banzai, Banzai. Which you will never Banzai. see on TV again because of racial appropriation insensitivity. Yeah. Anyway. Still, nice lenticular. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice piece of lenticular. Nice bit of orange and it reflects yeah, and changes. Lovely. lovely. Uh, Paul, can I just say, though? Yeah. I just wanted to say, just to finish that thought off, mm. imagine Fleming into like a condom. Don't finish the thought, Eli. <laughs> We're all right. We've moved on. You don't need to pull it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> hey. oh. Let's quickly go through this box because there's, there's a lot to get. I through. just want to say sorry. I'm genuinely interested in the box. Again, some genuinely. of the bits in the box were like, uh, okay, thanks for handing me your weird stuff. Like, for instance, this came in the box a Batman Ooh. helicopter toy. I'll, I'll take that. I'll have it. I it's had in that. very bad. I had that exact toy as a child. It's in very bad condition, though. Do you want it? Yeah, I like broken toys. It has a little dial on the bottom, which made the propellers move around at some point. Yeah, obviously. I remember that. Yeah, and then it had a little winch for the rope, apparently at the bottom, which is skanky as fuck. That bit. Look at that dirty dangle. Oh, 
Put a condom on it. Put a condom full of spit on it. So you got. So it's an old die-cast Batman helicopter in pretty poor state. That is exactly the same model I had. I had that as a child. Do you do you recognise that at all? I mean, no, but it does look similar to the one they use in the Batman movie, don't they? Yes. With the whole shark scene thing. But there you go. So that's that. Next. Bottle opener, fine, good. You think, all right, this is a bit of detritus, a bit of mad stuff. What else have you got? Oh, and then there's a few Lego men. Oh, let's see. There's just a generic old Lego man from the 80s. I guess it's just like a biker or something. So he's wearing a little red top. I see, it? yeah. But then he also sends me this, and this is the one I like. Little ghost Lego man. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, little Lego ghost man. Oh, I've never seen those before. They feature in the Lego movie briefly. Are you keeping that? Yeah, this one I'm going because it's going in the Ghostbusters firehouse, isn't it? How can it not? Well, you can have little man. Oh, I don't want little man. On a little side note, uh, Mark Honeyborn, who sent a bunch of stuff that we still have to get through, also forgot to send a few other things, and one of them was this Marshmallow Man Lego figure. Oh. Little tiny minifig, Marshmallow Man. Isn't that adorable? What's that stand he's on? What's that all about? Well, that's the little chip that you use to scan it so you can add it to the game. Yeah, but you can't remove him. You couldn't remove him from that and put him... Oh. Yeah. Oh, cool. So he works as just normal Lego as well. Yeah. I mean, it's weird having a tiny marshmallow man, but there you go. And I, and I was going, oh, this is all nice. This is fun. It's getting there. And then this was a bit of an odd one. Again, it's just all stuff he's found in his attic. Jacques Poplar Games, Happy Families. And it's... Oh, I remember those, yeah. Since 1795, but I don't know when this was made. It's all, it's Happy Families, which I... Can you explain what that is? I believe that's the one where you there's pairs of them. And you put them all face down on the table and you pick one up. It's that game. And you have to, you pick one up and you turn it back over and then you have to pick another one up. And if it's the same, you take them off the table. You know, like, like, like Uno or something. Like, no, Uno's not like that. Uno is a game like where you have to get rid of all the cards in your hand. Okay. So this is more like matching pairs kind of thing until you you build up a family. No, I think it's matching. I think it's just that. There's pairs. Look at them. Show me some cards. I'll show you some one that they're all, I mean, they're all old fashioned. Oh, what's he doing? Mr. Chip, the carpenter's daughter. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll go there. And on the back, I like, look at the back. Very nice. I like those. It's a nice design to this, but I don't know yes. how old this is. It looks pretty old. I'm not going to say it's like 1900, but it looks old. It looks 1930s or 40s, I'd say. This was famous for having what? Like Master Bun, the baker's son. Does he have Mr. Tape the Tailor, who looks like a genuine psychopath? He looks like he's going to sh- shove that needle right up someone's asshole. The art style is very similar to the art style in like the original Alice in Wonderland books. You, know, like, you can imagine it's, like the King of Hearts or Queen of Hearts looking yes, like this. but it's even closer to that, to Strawl Peter. Yeah. Oh, there's one of you, Mr. <sighs> Bung the Brewer. Look, he looks squat and pissed, dirty and unloved. I can tell from the picture he looks unloved. Fuck yourself. Master Dose, the doctor's son. Hello. Takes a blue pill every minute. Oh, look, Mrs. Dose, the doctor's wife. What's she holding? Look at that. Um, A bottle of medicine. Now, that's a great big throbbing cock wobbler. That is a pelvic rattler. That's a knee bender. That's an O machine. That's an a O cock. machine? Yeah, an O machine. You put it up and you go, because it makes you go, oh. What if it was twice the size? What noise would you make? It is the gash panache spatula. No, come on. What noise? It's twice the size. Imagine it's twice the size. What noise does it make you now? <laughs> like that. <laughs> right. It's four times the size and it's coming up you now. What noise? <laughs> 
such a dick. What are you, you, you doing? You're asking me to make orgasm sounds based on the girth no. and size of a dildo. I was. I wanted it to turn. I wanted you to do a sophisticated starting with pleasure, and then the cry descends and degenerates into a sort of gargle of pain as your insides are mashed by a huge, seven foot wide, ploughing dildo head with crunching jaws. All right, eats I'll into do it. your flesh. Calm down. Oh. Jesus. I was going to do it then, but then you've... All right, right here we it. go. Here we go. <laughs> yes! 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 And now it's hurting you. Now it's starting to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm turning it off. I'm bored. I'm turning it off. <laughs> I'm going now. Sorry, now. <laughs> oh, I've got to go. <laughs> uh, I'll see you next week. See you, darling. Bye. <laughs> so John Jacks still make board games and still make card games. They're still yeah, they're old school. They're yeah, old they're school, old school, they? so fair play, but God knows where this comes from, but... Maybe it is a game more like Uno, where you have to collect a family by, you know, discarding and picking from the top of the deck. There's all kinds of things on the back of here. Ping pong, the table card game, snakes and ladders, Ludo, Lotto, Hamler, Patches, Snap, Counties of England, Monoru, Manifesto, Backgammon, Chess, Draft, Dominoes, Poker, Roulette. Mm. So that's a fascinating bit of objet d'art, but it doesn't end there. Plastic shreddy spoons with Frankenstein oh. and Dracula on. Oh my god, I love those. Yeah, those these must have excellent. come through. Come free in um, shreddies at one point. I'm does it have shreddies on? Does it have shreddies on the handle? I don't know if you can see that, but yeah, I can, can see, see it. I can. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Now I've just wondered: are these glow in the dark ones? Do you think because they look like they could glow in the dark, and they're Halloween no. spoons? No, that's no. not the right color. No. Or maybe it's, it changes colour. Also, Paul, the stuff that they use to make glow-in-the-dark stuff is radioactive, so they'd never put it in a product that you'd put in your mouth. So, Oh, fair enough then. But you do get flavoured condoms, don't you? As we've found out, and we'll come up in a future episode of Cheap Show now, apparently. We're going to use them like chewing gum. You give them a chew. So one of them's got Dracula on. See? That's Dracula's Brilliant. face. Next one is Frankenstein. That's green. The other one was blue. And look, it can do that. you can do that, that uh, optical illusion. Where you ch- it looks like it's poking out. Wow, it's happening now. And then the next one, the last one, another blue one, it's a skull. Oh, oh, I love those. Well, they're coming your way. Ah. Oh. So as you see, item by item, we're getting more fascinating things, you know? Yeah. He does throw in what he says is the world's most boring collector card. And I don't blame him. It is from the Superman movie. So it's a Superman collector's card. Like Panini. Tell him what you see. Uh, it's an explosion. It's the journey across... The Gulf of Space. Right. <laughs> it's just a sort of star. It's that spaceship he flies through to Earth as a baby, isn't it? It's like a kind of giant snowflake-looking thing. Oh, I like that. That's good. That's the proper origin, yeah. But, like, as a card, you would be disappointed to think, oh, I'm going to get Superman or Clark Kent in action. It's like, no, it's a black background with a white star. It's the baby pod. No, yeah. I'd be overjoyed. I'd be overjoyed if I got that. Well, there you go. Well, that, that you can have that. And this is... Do you remember these... From the past. Oh, it's like a nostalgia podcast. Oh, do you remember Bullseye? Do you remember that? Mini Boglands. Oh. So there's a Bogland. Is that a mini one, though? Yeah, a little tiny mini one. What's he doing? It looks like he's pouring bottles into a funnel that goes into his mouth. See? 
Why would? Why wouldn't you just put the bottle straight in your mouth? Why do you need the funnel? I he's mixing it up, isn't it? Maybe it's like oh. vodka and orange juice, and he's just mixing it straight into his gobble. I don't think a gob gob. Uh, what are they called? Gobblers. Boglins. Because the big boglins were like puppets, weren't they? You could put your hand in and move their eyes yeah. and make them talk. They were fucking yeah. cool. What would, what are those ones that you squeezed and the eyes popped out? Puppies. <laughs> I don't know. Here's another, here's another boglin. I like that green one. This is yellow. He's got a knife and fork. Yeah, yeah. He's, green, he's yellow, yeah. Pictures of all these items are going to be on the episode website. Episode website for the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be on the podcast episode. Oh, piss! <laughs> Just say a sentence. The images from this episode will be on that website. The website. We'll have for... a dedicated episode page for this episode. Oh! I'll just say it. it. I'll say it, Paul. I'll say it, yeah? Please do. If you're enjoying this description of objects we've been sent through the post, why not log on to our website where you can see a whole page? which will be dedicated to this particular episode and will have photos of those objects, which we're discussing right now. Thecheapshow.co.uk. Here's the last boglin. Oh, he's puking. I like that. That's my favourite boglin. He's barfing his guts out. Oh, he's had, a, he's had a dodgy egg sandwich. Yeah. And it's all come up. It's almost like the, like one of your weekends out. There he is, knife and fork, ready to go, ready to eat. Then he's pouring all kinds of shitty muck into his mouth that he thinks is food. And then... Oh, I shat my pants and been sick in my bed. The end. There's not, he didn't shit his pants. And I do not want people to think that I go out of a night out. I shit my pants. Don't look at me like that. It's not... I. How many times have you gone out and shat your pants as a result? I was working. I was DJing, but mm. I did drink afterwards. And it was that one time. That was it. I think we've heard differently on this podcast in the past. <laughs> and I'm not going to bring it up again. If you don't want to talk Fuck about it, that's you. fine. Here's the final item before we get to the prize, right? right? Just an egg cup, but it's a great little egg cup. We've had egg cups in the past, like that little Thomas the Tank Engine one, remember? Uh, yeah, I think I smashed that. Yeah, well, don't worry. You can maybe replace it with this. Oh, oh that's much better. Yeah, it's a Super, Super Mario. Mario Brothers. Like it. And it's an official Nintendo product. It's got the seal on. He's saying something. Hang on. One egg, please. Is that what it says? Mario saying one egg, please. Yeah. Not one of his catchphrases like wahoo or it's a me. It's like one egg, please. Yeah. Well, you don't want to, you know, but he does deal with eggs. So if you were eating that, an egg off there for breakfast, you could pretend it was a unfertilized uh, Yoshi embro, couldn't you? Yeah. Do you think Mario does eat Yoshi eggs? And like Yoshi staring at him going, mate, yeah. mate, that's my kids. He probably goes up, nicks him, slaps Yoshi in the face and goes, you work for me, bitch. And then he fucking cracks the egg, the egg open with his head and then slurps it out. It's a good egg. It's a good fetus. Ooh. It's a fetus. <laughs> Yoshi, you shut up and you watch me eating your kids. <laughs> you shut up your face. Shut up your face. <laughs> Mario. It's a me. It's a fetus. So... This all came out of the box, and between you and me, we found some lovely, delightful things in here. A couple of delightful toys, things. Lovely little selection of attic tat, which is what I'm going to call it now, attic tat. That's the official cheap show term. And so I read on the note, and the note says this. So look out for the blue letter, which was at the very bottom of the box. I believe the letter was posted in 1969, if the postmark is any indication. My mother, who is no longer with us, must have sent him a fan letter. It's no, it's no, it's no, 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 it's a cunt, no, it's a cunt, no, it's a cunt. Thanks so much for the podcast. It's made me laugh a lot and made my work more bearable. There's a little note on the back that goes on, and I'll read it out after I've read the letter. All we know is that Rick's mum, Janet, at some point, wrote No Ledman's a letter. 
right in 69 oh wow in 69 what was he was that's before the breakfast show even it was long before radio one yeah so what was he what was Noel doing at that time let's find out right because obviously okay so i do know he was working at radio luxembourg in 69 i think that's where he started out okay started Ah. making a name for himself so obviously she would listen to radio luxembourg what was that was that a pipe radio station. Yes. Yeah. So where could you have heard that? South Coast in a city? No, you could hear it in London. That was the whole point. You could hit, you could pick it up all all over the place. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Anyway, she sent a fan letter, and Noel sent one back to her, and I have Noel Edmonds' oh. handwritten note oh. to Janet. Wow. Would you like me to read what's on this, or would you like us to maybe not have a lawsuit? Oh, I need to hear it. <laughs> I'm exaggerating somewhat, but do you want me to read this out? What did her letter say? We don't know. Uh, I'll I'll get to that in a minute with a little amended note, but um, it's got the letter. December 9th, 1969, Radio Luxembourg's office was in 38 Hartford Street, London, W1. You see, yeah, so they couldn't go and arrest them in the office. It was weird. Legally, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah, because you're in international water, so you could broadcast. No, but they were big. So I don't know what... They were big commercial concerns, weren't they? Those, the pirates, weren't they? Yeah, well, that and Caroline, because they were challenging local radio, which was kind of sounding a little bit farty-darty at that point. How did they make money, the pirates? For advertising. Adverts? Yeah, I'd but imagine. is it illegal is it legal know. for like a company to pay you know what I mean? I honestly don't know. These are questions for someone more knowledgeable. And if you do know, email. Get in touch with the show. Right. Eli. Yes. Here is the letter. December 9th. Dear Janet. First of all, thank you for the letter. And secondly, Sorry about the pen pal dedication. Don't know what that means. He probably got... I know what that means. What? Probably means that he got a dedication wrong. Or maybe... Did they do some kind of service where they put people in touch with each other through the radio show? Where it was like, you send in the details... Yeah, it might be and that. And you up with someone else and you could be pen pals. Something like that, maybe? Yeah, possibly. Anyway, yeah. I hope that you will appreciate that it is very difficult to obtain a happy medium between keeping the music going and giving out addresses. So yeah, somewhere in the show... She requested something. Maybe he didn't get round to it. She pointed it out in another letter. He didn't get round to reading it out, yeah. Anyway, I found your letter most enjoyable, encouraging, and amusing. My voice makes you feel sexy, does it? Oh, no. And what about this meeting me before I hit the big time? Oh, my God. Why should that change anything? Oh, no. You were quite right. You never know what might happen. Yes, you're quite correct. Three exclamation marks. Anyway, Janet, thanks for the letter, and if I can help you in any way whatsoever, please don't hesitate to drop me a line. Yours and mine, Noel Edmonds. And he sent a little picture along as well of what he looks like <laughs> in 1969. Oh my god. He looks like one of those those kids from the ch- village of the damned or something. Yeah, he really does. Now, I'm going back to Rick's note now. And goes, P.S. As a side note, my mother would have been 19 at the time she wrote the letter to Noel. Oh, my word. And Noel would have been 21. Ooh. So I'm not trying to U-tree Noel. I'm sure we've all had thoughts about our idols in our lives and maybe even written letters in this vein, however misplaced they may have been. P.S. Eli's voice is very sexy. (laughs) Can we meet before he makes it big? That is such wow. a wonderful. I've got his hand. I've got his signature. We can fucking forge some shit, mate. That is 
Noel when he was 21 as well. Working as a radio presenter for Radio uh, Luxembourg. He's been broadcasting his whole life, hasn't he, basically? Pretty much. And now he's fucked off to um, New Zealand now, hasn't he? But I initially read that letter wrong because when I was talking to my girlfriend about the letter and I read it out, I misplaced it. And I said, and I thought it said, your voice makes me feel sexy. And how about meeting me before we I hit it big time? No, but it's in fact he's saying what's he saying? Well, he's basically just saying she must have written something like I hope we can meet before you make it big, and yeah, he's yeah. saying I, you don't have to wait, darling, if you yeah, want to yeah, get in yeah, touch, yeah. and if you want to get in touch, and I can help in any way. If I could help you enter the yeah. industry, darling, yeah, I'll work you from the bottom to the top. I feel that his sexual power had not yet arisen in him because he's beardless in that photo. He is beardless. That's why it looks so strange, isn't it? Part of why it looks so strange. He literally looks like one of Jerry Anderson's puppets from fucking Firebell XL5. It's the, the polo neck, turtle neck, or whatever they call yeah. it. Wow. A little thing on the back. Wow. What a lovely little thing, right? Yeah. And then, funnily enough, I'm just going through Twitter before we started recording this segment. And on Twitter, uh, Chinny Hill, who people may follow, uh, sent quick Noel story. And apparently it's a secondhand story from a friend of his saying they had a meeting with Noel scheduled at his mountain. Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting him confused with our friend. Uh, Noel's mansion, yeah. No, Teen Yeti, yeah. Yeah. He's got a mountain, Mount Crop Pants. Remember him, everyone? Aye, we do. We'll come back to him at some point. Right, so, my mate has a meeting with Noel scheduled at his mansion. So he's nervous, and he rocks up 15 minutes early. As he does so, he sees Noel getting into the Noel copter and flying off. 15 minutes later, the appointment is due. So he rings the bell, his mate, and on cue, the Noel copter comes over the horizon like Apocalypse Now and lands. Noel bounds out. Sorry, I just had this meeting. Wow, he was pretending he had a meeting. Yeah. He's wasting a whole bunch of helicopter fuel just to appear like he's Mr. Big Stuff. Yeah, like he's flying in for some yeah. hotshot city meeting where he's, you know, helicoptered his b- onto the top yeah. of the building and I want that. He's, I want big time. It's all, Bam! It, they're on the big time. Paul, it's all about the optics, man. That guy just it? had a little peep behind the curtain, you know? Yeah. And he saw how the meat was made and the meat is basically fake shit yeah. and full of teeth and duck bones. Yeah. <laughs> it's just horrible. Imagine that. Imagine wasting all of that aviation fuel just to just to appear like you'd had a meeting that you had to go a helicopter to. That's probably yeah. all he used his helicopter for, isn't it? He'd just yeah. go, oh, someone's coming over today. Get the helicopter up. We'll come down when he arrives. Do you know what I mean? No. The milkman's coming. Oh, get that fucking helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for the milk. I just came back from a meeting. <laughs> Someone's coming to look at the uh, the boiler now. Oh, I'll just get the helicopter out. <laughs> oh, I've just come back from a meeting. <laughs> or he's ca- he's someone catches him, like his wife catches him boning the fucking parlour maid or something. The parlour maid. the building. Yeah, the parlour maid. I don't know. He's boning the parlour maid. The wife catches him. He thinks he's clever. Runs out the house, gets into a helicopter. Yeah. Flies back down. Oh, Ooh. I've just come back from a meeting, darling. When his cock and ball smell of sex. <laughs> they smell of the parlour. Right. Perhaps Paul, Paul, Paul. Perhaps. What? Perhaps instead of the parlour maid, it's in the parlour, you might keep a very briny, rich vinegar in there. Mightn't you? That you could just, you could buff your knob down, shave it, give it a polish, and give it a good dunking. Dunk it. And then you, once you feel the shrivel, you get the shrivel, you feel the shrivel, and then you go, whoo, whoo. Ooh, that's nice. And then... <laughs> when are you going to give up? When are you going to give up? Might be Noel. When are you going to give up? I'm Noel Shrunken Knob Piece. Piece. <laughs> <laughs>
We're back from the sound effect. Full time. Hit it. One time, Mr. Here Gannon. Here we go. Yes, it's yes. It's time to wrap up this show. Wrap Oof. it up. Oof. Come Oof. on, Gannon. Wrap it I'll up. I'll wrap it up. Oof. Ah. Uh, ooh, ooh, uh, Ganon, ooh, time. you're the ooh, man on ooh, uh, who can ooh, on uh, wrap the shot ooh, on. Uh, I've shot ooh, on uh, your face, son. I'm scrubbing it. I'm scrubbing it through a sieve. Uh, that's the end of that. I'm scrubbing a poo through a grater for you. I'm grating it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening to thank Cheap Show. You. I have been no, Paul Gannon. That's been you. Eli Silverman. If you would like to see pictures that accompany this episode, go to thecheapshow.co.uk, where you can also get links to our merch page run by Tony, mm. events, fantastic magazine, uh, physical magazines for Cheap Show, uh, links to all sorts of things, videos, pictures, all kinds of lovely treats can be found at that website address. Also, if you do decide to patron us on Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show. As little as you want, as much as you want, you'll get extra videos, podcasts, all kinds of lovely treats there as well. Can I just add licky, licky, fanny, fanny? Good, great. <laughs> on social media, you can get Cheap Show on Instagram. You can get it on Facebook, Tumblr, uh, also on Twitter. We're, we're mostly chatty on there. So it's at the Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show and Eli is... Eli Snorri, D-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. Next week, you're in vision. Big name guests. The songs have been counted and tallied up. We've got an extravaganza coming up and we hope you enjoy it. It's going to be massive. In August, we are doing the awards episode. That's going to be another big episode for us as well. So that's going to be lots of fun. And the big announcement now, I think kind of counts is that episode 200 we have a plan it's gonna be massive so on october the 2nd episode 199 is gonna go out right as per usual as per but that evening that evening not as per not as per usual not as eli per. and i will be recording cheap show episode 200 live on twitch oh hello so and we're going to do it in a studio. There's going to be guests. It's going to be different and fun and it might collapse, but that's the plan. In the morning of October 2nd, we're going to put out one episode, episode 199. And in the evening, live on Twitch, we want you all to join us. We haven't got a time set yet, but we want you to all join us on the Friday evening, October 2nd, for our live 200th. And then the following Friday, the 9th, is when we actually release it as a podcast version. All right? Good. Not as per. No. We'll hopefully have some guests, some visual challenges, things we've been banking for a while that we couldn't do on the podcast because it was too visual. But that's the plan. Excellent. So if you want to follow us, it's called Cheap Show Etc. on Twitch. Brilliant. And we might Twitch before then, though, Paul. We're hoping to do more Twitching. I've got some gear. I've got all the gear now for Twitching. Got all this lovely gear uh, that the patrons have made possible. I've got a light and a tripod. Yeah, I could. Um... We've got a new camera, so sharper images. We're we're going to do our best to do a few more special little che- uh, cheap show Twitch shows. But the big one, it's a big one. The big one is happening. Not as per. Not as per. Friday, second of October evening. Twitch cheap show, etc. Join us there for what will probably be a technical shit show. It's going to be massive, not as per. Massive. Not as per. Not as per. But that's it. That's, massive. That's all we got time for. Massive. Eli, I've got to go back to my magic spaceship in the clouds until next week. Okay, you have a good journey. What are you going to do? Oh, just roll around. No, uh, yeah, roll around. Right, good. Well, while you roll around, I'm going off into space. Bye, everyone. <laughs> my fault. It doesn't make that noise. What makes that it noise? It fucking does.
because it pulls me through a window and I'm a your, fat bottom. Your repertoire of noises, including mouth noises, needs to expand. I've had the institution... Your repertoire of smells needs to expand beyond pickles, chili, farts and death. <laughs> I love it. I call it scrotage. Bye, everyone. Scrotage, Bye, everyone. smell I'm by done. me. Bye, everyone. It's I'm done. Scrotage, an odour by Eli Silverman. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>